0: Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. Thanks for joining us on prime time. I'm Bharati Jagdish. Now, here is a serious discussion. You got to pay attention, okay? Because this was a record breaking year for cyber crime. The average cost of a cyber breach hit a high of $4.35 million. Now, the costs of breaches continue to rise, and so does the number of organizations who are experiencing breaches. According to this year's IBM Cost of a Data Breach report, 83% of companies report that they have suffered more than one breach in their lifetime. And these breaches... You know, you can't see them as a distant thing because they actually affect each and every one of us. If you're a customer of the company, you're in danger. Now, this year, we've also seen many headlines about these data breaches from government bodies to tech giants being affected. And it seems that no one is immune to cybersecurity threats. According to Heimdall Security in September, the data of over 300,000 Starbucks customers in Singapore was breached, put up for sale, on an online forum so this is how bad it is in australia data belonging to 9.7 million past and present medibank customers including 1.8 million international customers exposed in a data breach so what can organizations learn from the data dramas of 2022 well kevin sheppardson ceo and founder of straits interactive joins us to tell us more hi kevin thanks for joining us Hello, Bertie. So, Kevin, a number of recent data breaches. I've mentioned a few already, and I'm sure you would agree that they are among the largest and most dramatic ones. What's the problem here? I mean, we've had these threats in the space for a long time. Are companies just not doing enough, or are the attackers just getting better at it and leaving companies in the dust? Let's
1: take a step back, right? We mustn't forget that uh, COVID-19 has struck, we had two years of pandemic and many companies rushed to, uh, digitalize their projects. And, uh, in so doing, they enabled lots of, um, remote access to data and, uh, they did so without looking very much at security considerations. Yeah. So one, one good cause that I would say would be digitalization. Many companies are actually going to it without thinking about the security and the privacy, um, considerations. So the other reason would be um it's not their focus because if you think about covid-19 everyone's looking and I mean as we approach the post-pandemic era um companies are looking to recover right and they are surviving so security is not their current focus.
0: Hey but, but Kevin they need to consider the costs of a data breach if there is one right?
1: And it's sad, right? Because they might have the expertise, but the <laughs> mm-hmm. weakest link is the employees.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah, So this survival mode, it's just not advisable to stay in there, right? You've got to get out of it and think about the long-term costs if there is a data breach. So what exactly are the lessons that we can learn from some of the dramas that we mentioned earlier?
1: Okay, firstly... Um, a lot of these, uh, breaches that we are seeing is due to basic what we call textbook errors, right? Um, failure to secure, data, um, not putting the proper access controls in place. Yeah. And, um, I mean, in the context of Singapore, while well, we embark on a lot of new projects, um, a lot of these companies, uh, you should be doing what we call a vulnerability assessment or a penetration test, right? So this way, you would be proactively discovering any vulnerabilities in your IT systems, applications, or, or mobile apps. I think this is one very important um, action that most companies can take, and I'm sure the information security people are doing their their best, and um, I think the important caution here is when we embark on uh, innovative projects like artificial intelligence, you know, um, intrusive uh, related applications, um, all these you need to do extra care and um, you should do what is called a data protection impact assessment, meaning you do a risk assessment of the impact of processing personal data. Now the reason I mentioned this is because if you have a cyber attack, right, I mean you have you, you get hacked, it's actually the data protection law that goes after you. So therefore it means that your organization should be putting together a data protection management program, aka a compliance program, right? And I just want to point out that eighty percent of all PDPC enforcement, that is the Singapore regulator, the Personal Data Protection Commission. 80% of the enforcement cases relate to a breach of the protection obligation. Yeah? Right. So I think it's the, it's the data protection law that goes after you if you get hacked.
0: Mm. And of course, with businesses being borderless these days, you also have to be mindful of, of protection laws in other countries, don't you?
1: Exactly. And since I, I, I you're on this point, right, it is not just the data breach, but also the privacy breach. Since you mentioned outside Singapore, other countries, mm. um, DD. I'm not sure you have heard of DD. It's a Chinese ride-sharing operator. Yes, it just got slapped with a 1.1 billion fine for breaching the China Data Security and Data Protection Law, where they improperly or shall say excessively process 100 million passengers' biometric data. So we're not just seeing cyber attacks. But we are also seeing improper use or, shall I say, excessive processing of personal data. And that's happening all around the world, right? And Mm. China, I mean, it's surprising because most of the high breaches um, or where you you get fined is in the EU, right? But here we have... China having a 1.1 billion
0: sign. Here's the thing, Kevin, you earlier mentioned that it seems that a lot of businesses have gone into digitalization without thinking, and clearly many are still not looking into all of the things that you mentioned earlier in order to protect themselves against data breaches. So how do you make a business case for it in a way that will actually make them change their minds and take this more seriously?
1: Excellent question, right? Today, if you look at what most people are doing, they are approaching uh, data protection and security from a compliance objective, right? But if you look at the objectives of your digitalization, they are all based on business objectives. So if you're going to make a business case, you don't go to management and say, hey, you know, you've got to, work, you've got to look at Uh, making sure you comply with security requirements, comply with data protection requirements, you should be looking at the fact that you should be asking them, hey, what's your business objective? Now, if you do have a breach, you will not be able to achieve your business objective. So, in short, you should be looking at how to convince the organisation your business case should be based on the business objective as opposed to positioning it as a compliance or security
0: objective. Okay, and I do know that when it comes to smaller companies, They worry about the costs of actually putting in place the sort of protection you're talking about. Anything you can say to allay their concerns about this particular issue? If you look
1: at the data protection laws, right, they they don't prescribe what you should be doing, right. I think the words that Singapore uses is the word reasonableness. Yeah? So if you are a small SME and uh, let's say you want to protect your email, right? uh, the, the reasonable thing to do would be just to password protect your documents containing personal data. Yeah? But if you are a bank, if you are a large MNC, um, your email, you should be encrypting your email right? because that would be reasonable given the immense transactions and the sensitivity of data. So this is what you could do. I mean, you don't have to excessively do it, but they expect you, or shall I say, the regulators expect you to have reasonable measures being put in place, and that is something the SME has to decide, mm-hmm. right? Proportionate to what they are trying to
0: process right right but still you've got to get out of that mindset of compliance and think about the business side of things as well right because we also have to consider that with breach costs increasing nearly 13 percent over the last two years findings from ibm suggest that these incidents may be contributing to the rising costs of goods and services in an already high inflation environment Exactly. I mean if you think about the
1: fact that here I am trying or uh, here we are as a company, uh recovering from the pandemic, right? And I have to put in extra cost to security, they will always go for the minimum, right? And and it's a hard it's a hard balance, right, between the business objectives and yet protecting your data. But unfortunately not many companies uh actually focus, like you said, on the compliance objectives. They are more concerned about their business objectives and the
0: associated cost. But you you also did say that if you present it as a business case, that it would make more sense to them, that actually protecting yourself is good for your business. It's not just a matter of compliance. But my next question is about the fact that it's not just small companies with limited budgets that are suffering data breaches. We have mentioned some big names, Starbucks, Starbucks, Optus in Australia. So how would you explain their inability to protect themselves and their customers? If
1: you look at all the cases here, right, you might have all the sophisticated security measures being put in place, uh, but it could all just boil down to negligence and error. Mm. Uh, for example, if you look at uh, the case from Carousel, I think they had a few million uh, data, right, being sold on the dark web, uh, it was due to a bug on the software, for example, right? So there's going to be, I mean, a lot of these are due to, due to um, negligence. Uh, it could be due to um, uh, a mistake. It could be due, due to ignorance. Mm. Uh, let me give you some statistics here, right? If you look at the enforcement cases in Singapore, right? 80% of all the cases is a breach of security, yeah? The breach of the protection obligation. But if you analyze those cases, only 20%, uh, or should I say less than twenty percent are linked to a cyber attack. Mm. everything else was an error uh, which results in some leakage of data
0: oh, that's very
1: interesting some kind of negligence,
0: yeah, so actually yeah. that brings me to my final point. Every single person in the enterprise needs to be educated about these things, right? Every single person needs to be socialized to be conscious. Exactly. So,
1: I mean, you, you should be trained not just about security, but, but about the importance of data protection. All staff should be trained about the data protection law. And many people don't know that the data protection law governs, governs how you collect, use, disclose and store data. So security is only one of them.
0: Okay, Kevin, just one last thing. As we move forward, what exactly is your advice to companies? Because we are going to be seeing a greater proliferation of digitalization and digital solutions, of course, Internet of Things as well. So considering all of that, your parting words.
1: All right. So get your data protection officer trained. Get your teams all trained in data protection security. Now, at Straight Interactive, we have partnered SMU to offer a a whole slew of data protection and security causes, right? And I think this is something that is very important, but it's not just um, the legal knowledge, but also operational compliance is going to be important because we're going to be dealing with lots of new technology. And as companies do their digitalization, my parting words would be, watch out when you process personal data because there are now data protection laws, not just in Singapore, in the
0: region. All right. Thank you very much for that, Kevin. Kevin Shepardson, CEO and founder of Straits Interactive. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.